All right, here we go with the news for the 15th of November, 2019. Not too much going on today, but let's see what we got. All right, I hope everybody's getting ready for Thanksgiving. It's that time of year where we, in America, we just eat too much turkey, fall down, and argue with our with our relatives about politics. I know everybody's got an uncle they're gonna yell, they're gonna argue with this Thanksgiving. It's just the way it is. Anyway, let's get on with the show. Keeping that hammer down all across the nation. Checking cities off his list. Sharing stories of the road right here on his station. You are listening to the Kingfish. Yes, you've tuned in to the Kingfish Radio Network. Mm. Expand your mind on the open road with Kingfish right here. All right. Once again, we got some bad news, at least for us drivers. Schumacher's truck stop at the 395, not the new location on the south side of the street, but the old location on the north side of the street. The new place was built in 2008. The old place has been around for quite a while. It has just recently announced they were closing. You know, the apparently it used to be one family that ran everything, and then 2008, a couple of brothers got into an argument, and they opened up the two truck stops. But it was nice having the two truck stops there. You can always find a place to park between the two. So in the old uh, Schumacher's used to be a you know, fuel stop for me, so it's a place I know quite well. Anyway, that's Nebraska I-80, 395. And, uh, or, sorry, 395. Sorry, 395. Uh, 395 in Nebraska has my marker. It's just a great place. But anyway, they just announced their closing. It didn't say exactly what the date was. At least I didn't see it. You know, it's family run for, you know, let's see, what is it? It's forever. Oh, 1969. So, wow, it's just, uh, you know, it's 23 acres of property. It's up for sale for $3.4 million. You know, it's a good spot. I, hopefully they'll keep a truck stop there. Uh, anyway, it's an icon that we're going to lose, and that's too bad because that was a fantastic place. So Schumacher's truck stop, I've spent a lot of time going in and out of there. Uh, I hate to see you guys close, but you know, thanks for what you've done over the years. I really appreciate it. You were a you were a safe haven in a in a winter wonderland of Nebraska on some nights, and you know, you guys are just you're gonna be missed. That's all I can say. All right, this next one's more Holly or uh, Christmas themed. The National Christmas Tree, the Capitol Christmas Tree, it's coming from Carson, a national forest in New Mexico. And there's a tracker on that, and it's quite impressive. So I'm going to put the, sh the link to the tractor, uh, not tractor, the, the tracker in the show notes. You should check it out. It's going to make a few stops along the way. Right now it's in Santa Fe, New Mexico. I just looked it up, but I'm going to put the, all you do is click on the link, and it'll show you right where the, na where the Capitol Christmas Tree is. So it's being run by a flatbed, fully decked out for the holidays. Looks really nice, you know, nice truck. So anyway, I'm going to put that link in the show notes and I uh, hope you get a chance to see it or at least check it out. All right, drivers, if you're up in New York, be careful. And this is happening actually quite all, all over the country. But New York is, 
you know, they just put out a press release on it. And basically what they're doing is the troopers are dressing as construction workers and they're hiding in the construction zone and they're zapping people as they go through. So if you're cruising through a construction zone and you see a, you know, worker standing there, just be careful. But the truth is you shouldn't be speeding through a construction zone anyway. You know, it ain't going to pay. So, well, at least you, it may pay, but you're going to be the one paying. So just keep an eye out. The troopers are hiding in the construction zones and, you know, dressed as construction workers, and they'll zap you. So, and I guess that's kind of hard to tell because a lot of times the construction workers are just staying around loafing off. But maybe you'll be able to tell who they are because they're the ones that are actually standing and, uh, you know, look like they're trying to concentrate on something, whereas the regular workers are just goofing off. At least it seems more and more like that these days, especially like California DOT. So, anyway, keep an eye out for that. All right, the Postal Service just put out a press release saying that two weeks before the holidays, Christmas is the busiest time of the year for their shipping. So, you know, if you want to get anything done, you know, the deadlines are going to be, you know, starting December 9th, you know, for the cutoff. And this is going to, you know, for APO addresses, December 9th, December 11th, APO, FPO, and DPO addresses, you know, December 14th, UPS, uh, Retail Ground, December 18th, uh, APO addresses, UPS Priority Mail, United States Postal Service Priority Mail Express. That's on the 18th. Uh, First class mail, including greeting cards, is December 20th, as well as first class packages up to 16 or 15.99 ounces. That's December 20th. December 21st is Priority Mail, and December 23rd is Priority Mail Express which you know may or may not get there depending on how you have early in the day i would imagine you get it there so anyway your best bet is to make sure you ship by the 10th of you know december the 9th of december and then if you're going to alaska you know alaska to mainland is the uh first class mail is the 18th and then alaska to mainland priority mail is the 19th this is all december and then alaska to mainland priority mail express is the 21st and then hawaii it's the 19th and the 21st. Uh, that's Hawaii to the mainland. Yeah, and these are not guaranteed, especially the closer you get. Now, you know, if you want to, you know, and especially if you're, you know, if you're doing uh, military type volume, you know, there's a lot of military stuff going on. You know, people are sending stuff to loved ones that are in the service. So, you know, make sure you get there early because you don't want to miss the holidays. These guys are, you know, I know when I was in, I appreciated, uh, you know, getting a package in the mail. There's nothing like getting mail on mail call. You know what? And there's actually nothing worse. And I know this feeling. There's absolutely nothing worse than going to get your mail and there be absolutely nothing there, you know, for you when they call out at the names. And, uh, you know, so if you get a loved one in the service and they're away for the holidays, especially, send them a letter, send them a card. Guys always like getting mail. You know, it's, uh, you know, you might be in a remote place or there's not nothing going on, nothing to do. And, you know, getting a letter or a box from home really means a lot to the vet. So, you know, try to ship it on time unless it's someone you want to mess with and then ship it after the holiday and, you know, torture them a little bit. But, hey, these guys don't make a lot of money. They're protecting our country and support the troops. You know, you may not believe in some of the things that's going on right now, but support the troops because... These kids are putting their life on the line if it if it takes it, you know. And I just think they're fantastic. And I used to do I used to be one of them. So support the troops, United States Army Airborne, hooah! So support the troops. 
All right, let's move on. That's it for trucking and mail, apparently, delivery. All right, let's get on with the cars. This is an interesting article. You know, when this first happened, Ford and GM, they downsized, you know, they got rid of the Cruise and they got rid of the Focus. You know, the Focus and the Cruise are both those kind of starter cars. They're those kind of cars that you get, and it's your first one, and then you get used to the brand, and then sometimes you get stuck with the brand, or you're very loyal to the brand. Well, if you don't have the starter car to begin with, why would you ever be into the brand? But here's what happened. Ford and GM, they got rid of the Focus, and they got rid of the uh, the, the Cruise, okay? And basically, people are, you know, some people, you know, their, their ideal is to hope that people will move up to the bigger vehicles. Well, quite a few of them are saying, you know, they're saying, no, I don't want a bigger vehicle. And so they're, you know, they're going to their competitors who may have smaller vehicles. So, you know, I don't know if this is a, it seems like a bad thing to me. It seemed to me like, you know, if you're going to sell cars, you should have that starter car for that kid in college. You know, you should get them loyal to your brand. And these guys are making it so that their competitors' brands will, you know, these kids will be more loyal to their competitive brands. Ford, I, I don't really understand. You know, I, I love the Mustang. I have an Escape, you know, Ford Escape. But, you know, I just don't see the kids, you know, buying a Mustang, you know, in college. And I don't see them, you know, kicking up the money to buy an Escape. They don't really need something that big. And I think you're making a huge mistake. But, you know, time will tell. But, uh, you know, you, you just got to have those starter cars. You got to build that brand loyalty. I just don't get it. But anyway, it's, there's a bunch of statistics here about, you know, you know, it says 42% of crews and focus owners are choosing to stay in the passenger car market, which means they're going to other, other, uh, other, you know, competitors. So 42% of the people that have a Chevy Cruiser or Focus that want to stay in the smaller cars now have to go to their competitors to buy a car. That doesn't seem like good business to me, but hey, teach his own. All right, let's move on. All right, it's that time of year where the Car Care Council puts out their winter uh, driving stuff. You know, the Arctic Blast wake-up call, winterize your vehicle now. Sounds like a movie. The Arctic Blast wake-up call. Coming to theaters near you. But no, this is seriously, this is important stuff. Because, you know, uh, here's what they say. Freezing cold temperatures can stress out a vehicle as well as its driver. Well, I know it stressed me out more than a few times driving on a sheet ice. And so very cold temperatures can reduce a vehicle's battery power. So it's important to keep the connections clean, tight, and corrosive-free. Batteries don't always give warning before they fail completely. So it's the bat- vehicle's battery is more than three years old, it's wise to replace it. You know, just kind of have your battery tested. Uh, be diligent about changing the oil and filter at recommended intervals. You know, you don't want to, you know, you don't want to cruddy fit, you know, oil, go driving around the winter and, uh, you know, get your brakes inspected if you haven't done that in quite a while. In fact, if you're in an area where there's a lot of humidity, it's a really good idea to get your brake fluid changed once in a while, you know, whenever it's recommended. Cause what happens is the brake fluid will actually absorb moisture out of the air and it'll become weaker as time goes on. That was something I found out last year. I was really surprised by that. So anyway, if you're concerned about your vehicle or you got a loved one going off to a college in a cold area, you know, send them off and have them, you know, have them go have your local mechanic that you trust. Check everything out. You know, a little money spent getting the car worked on will save you a lot of trouble later on down the road or a loved one because, you know, it winters here and it's just going to be crazy. 
this is going to be a cold winter. It's snowing right now. I'm in Wisconsin. It's snowing. So just, you know, be careful. All right, here's something I've been wanting to do for a long time I haven't done. I've taken the Hiawatha train from Milwaukee down to Chicago, but I've never gone across country, and I think that would be really cool. But here's what it comes down to. Amtrak just released the results for 2019, and their ridership was at 32.5 million customer trips, which is an increase of over 800,000 passengers over last year. I think that's fantastic. Their operating earnings were $29.8 million. That's the best operating performance in its history, improving earnings by $140.9 million, or 82.6% over fiscal year 2018, which was $170 million. So that's just amazing. These guys are just kicking ass. You know, Amtrak, I hope you get going. You know, Oh, and they put $1.6 billion into the system. So good for you, Amtrak. I think a passenger rail system in America is kind of a neat thing. I, I don't want to see it go away. Uh, like I said, I haven't done the big trip. I'd like to do like Chicago to, you know, to Portland or Chicago to Seattle or something and just just see the rails, you know, the, the countryside from the rails. I think that would be pretty cool. It's not something I've done yet. I've just done the small trip down to Chicago from Milwaukee. It was rather enjoyable. I enjoyed it. I've ridden the small trains around Chicago not too often, a little bit here and there when I get stuck down there, but, you know, I just find it kind of neat. So Amtrak, keep up the good work, and hopefully when I get around on my trip, you'll still be around. That's a that's awesome. All right, one last thing. Uh, Southpaw called me tonight. I didn't have time to research it yet, so I don't know how, you know, exactly what's going to go on here. But he said he heard on the news that California is going to start smog testing uh, semi-trucks, big trucks. And if that's actually true, that's going to, oh, what a nightmare that's going to be. Now, Oh, and if you have a check engine light, they can shut you down if you got a check engine light going on. That's what he was saying. Now, I haven't done any research on this yet. I haven't seen anything written yet. But that's just a heads up of what I did here. So anyway, I hear the music coming down the line. It's time to go. And uh, stay safe, drivers. And don't forget... You see a cop, you see a car, you see a tow truck on the side of the road, get over. It only takes a second. Just get over. It's the safest thing you can do. Just get over. Give those people some room on the shoulder. That guy in the tow truck may be working. If there's icy out, he might slip, might fall on the road. You don't want that. Just get over. It only takes a second. And it doesn't cost you anything. Get over. You know, if I get another truck next to me, I'll slow down and then I'll get over if I have to. I'm not driving next to those guys. It's just not going to happen. Not on my watch. So get over. All right? All right, driver, stay safe. Watch out for that black ice. It's going to be a rough winter, so let's all stick together out there. Have a good one.